0: Today's episode is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata and I'm your gracious host alongside me the inverted, sensationed, flying, nun-loving, ground-punching, tummy-tumping Justin Waddell. What's going on, sir? Speaking of nuns, I saw that trailer for the new Nun
1: 2 horror film that's coming out, Nick. Yeah. Are you a fan of that franchise? I've never seen it and I hate it. It's part of the Conjuring universe. The original trailer irritated the
0: daylights out of me, so I didn't even give it a shot. I think the
1: actress that plays the nun is in the news lately complaining that they're using her image and uh, her likeness, obviously, to you know promote the movie and, and to... Uh... Is she not in it? She is, but apparently she didn't get paid a lot, so she's l- a looking a little, a little more scratch,
0: you know? Why don't you go on strike, asshole? Can't I can't say that to the woman that plays the nun. I absolutely can say a woman who signed a contract willingly she got taken advantage of she's a superstar she's the nun Every- she's the nun too as well she's no bill
1: nun i didn't see that. the nun i know that little uh, vera Farmega's sister is in it it's all we need that's it what else is- I-, I saw a movie last night called talk to me from Australia. yeah how was it it was good i i, I enjoyed it maybe not great but especially the first half i thought was interesting definitely a weird premise about a severed hand that kids uh, pull out of a backpack and get briefly possessed by during parties. They're acting as
0: if it's the new Sam Raimi going on. Let me tell you, things go wrong. You know
1: what I'm saying? You can't just get briefly possessed and expect to uh, shake it off, go to Arby's the next
0: day. Anyway, I thought... Going to Arby's is the number one sign of being possessed. Because it's
1: shit. (laughs) Anyway, all I'm saying is... Worth watching. I thought the first half was particularly <laughs> inventive, and then it turns into people running around the hospital. You know, you see
0: over, you see over my shoulder.
1: Well,
0: Oz, a the fucking cat. He's standing on the cajon. Just he's like, oh, I can be, I could be needed. If we did a video podcast, he'd be perfect. He'd be like, if we did a video, I'd be, I'd be dealing with him constantly. But be, we don't. It'd be a much beloved part of the video podcast, Oz. Because no. I can't, I can't edit a video podcast to where all the garbage is cut out. You just see people jittering around. I gotta, I gotta say
1: uh, one thing to you. Have you, mm. first of all, have you ever told us Oz's full name? Is he, does he have a full name? It's Oswald, but that's it. Is that his first name? He, he goes goes yeah. Oz for short. You He's know, like in, Prince in yeah. Buffy the TV series. There's a character named Oz. Just that, to that's tie green? things together. Yes, he plays a werewolf. But he plays a
0: bear wolf he, was, wolf.
1: he was actually cut out of the movie we we're about to do. The original Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Zoom in. You said last episode you met Seth Green or you stood by him or something. Yeah.
0: I also said last episode, let us know that you're paying attention. And uh, we got maybe two comments. Well, what movie did we do again? Black Hat? This is a ride or die show. <laughs> you don't even look at what the movie is. You just click and, and let it wash
1: over you. The people that are riding it until they die are us. You know what no. I'm saying? Well, look. Can we speed this up? What do you mean? Can we speed this ride up? Oh, I like how in your intro that commercial use you're saying hi to the oh that was the reaper or something <laughs> yeah what else is going on man i mean i talked a lot so far i told you what i was watching i i saw this uh, tv sh- uh, show on peacock called killing it which i highly recommend very very good claudia o'dottery and clay craig robinson it's very funny kind of Dark and, and interesting series, um, but I think the people that made Parks and Rec. But you know, I've been playing some video games and working, watching stuff. You know, not too busy. How about yourself?
0: Work, did some travel,
1: just getting through. Give us a little teaser, a little taste of something that's happening in your life. Give us something. No. Give us like a tiny,
0: a tiny uh, taste. Nope. All right, I, I, I'm replacing the lights around my fence. That's what Oof. I'm doing. That's what I'm talking there about. Yeah. That's the shit. Yep. Why? The fucking landscaping people have fucked me over every time. They they've, they've knocked, they've broken things, they've unplugged stuff. I have a short somewhere in there, and it's crushed me. So I'm going to solar power. And oh wow, I'm, hate, I'm hating it so far. Why? It's just you know I've I put a lot of time into getting it set up back there. I, I take a lot of pride in my little backyard stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, I've had to go back to square one, which means I got to buy shit all over again and deal with that. And it's getting to that time of year once it starts to cool off when that is prime time for the, you know, doing the fire. And uh, I like to go out there and and enjoy myself and I want it to look good and I want it to be nice. And uh, these landscaping people, and it's a first world problem to have landscaping people in the first place, but they keep damaging things, wears me out.
1: Yeah, we had a, this is just kind of beside the point, but we have a yellow jacket nest in in our backyard right now. I have to take care of it tomorrow. I got to pour some goodness down the hole. Do you mean the stole? Did you see him in the Rebel Moon trailer?
0: Yeah. I think they gave him hair. Oh, I, I didn't notice. I was yeah. a little disappointed with that trailer. I was hoping for a little bit. I was hoping for non-combustible guns and shit like that. I'm not a huge fan
1: of Snyder, but I thought the trailer looked fine. Did you think it looked just kind of boring or it, something? Some
0: of it looked good. Some yeah. of it looked a little too earth to me. Not fantastical
1: enough. Okay, I get it. Right.
0: What's the the main actress's name? It's the girl from The Mummy. I forgot her
1: name offhand. I like and, her. And, uh, yeah, Sophia something sophia burl no sophia, yeah
0: no. um let's just say sophia burl sophia is a guitarist
1: but or something but something. yeah
0: yeah 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 right that's right
1: she's she's i like her and tell She she's the lead right so that's cool and then you got look, little cory stole i think jacks teller is the number two charlie Hunnam, right well Hunnam in there you got a lot of boring actors in this one actually <laughs> did you see this like mike what's that guy named michael H- Hutzman or something oh he's in it yeah super
0: bore Got some snooth you got but you got Digimon in there. I, I've had enough of him for a while though. Yeah? I kind of a cool figure. A, I know I love him, but he's been in a lot of stuff lately. A lot um, of genre stuff. Here you got Carrie Elways in there. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins,
1: Jenna Malone. Ed Screen in this. <laughs> or Scarin, whatever you say his name. Ray Fisher? <laughs> got Ray Fisher in here. Hard to huh. cast Ray Fisher outside of a Zack Snyder film, I think. He's not getting many uh bites these days.
0: And I got to watch the last Ray Stevenson this week, you know, that Ashoka show.
1: What do you think? You, you said you're,
0: you're iffy on it. It's I'm iffy on it. I really don't like Dave Filoni as a filmmaker at all. The fight scenes are are mired in sludge to me. Oof. Some of it's good, though. And, and some of it, I have hope for it. I Maybe don't, don't know. find
1: its footing. I, you know, like, I think after Andor, I expect high quality now.
0: Did Obi-Wan come out after Andor or before? Before.
1: I never watched so- the last episode. I did not like that
0: show. It wasn't great. The last episode wasn't even good. It certainly wasn't. Hayden
1: Christensen's and
0: we think Ahsoka. his voice, his voice was in the trailer. We haven't seen his piss yet. I'm excited because I'm a huge Grand Admiral Thrawn fan from the Timothy Zahn books, and there are some good things. And I'm a huge Rosario. Fan. Yeah, she's great. There, and there's moments. Mary I'm not. I'm Elizabeth.
1: not. Uh, Winstead with green skin, right? She's in there.
0: It's all right. I, I have hope for it. Next week's a big one because we'll see. It's a shorter episode, but I think it's because Filoni directed the first. Somebody else directed the second. The second one I liked better, and hopefully they get further and further away from his weak ass. Well, he's an idea, man, right?
1: Like, he's come up with right. a lot of this and stuff. Right. And he's, yeah.
0: yeah, And but the thing is, the, the things that he's known for doing are more kid centric. Mm-hmm. they're geared towards a younger audience and i don't think he has maybe he'll grow into it i mean there's plenty of examples of people who got better you know and he in the mandalorian stuff that he did i thought was very uninspired so i we'll see he's younger than us i didn't know that oh my god don't say that he's wearing a cowboy hat in a lot
1: of his pictures yeah it looks looks rough i don't know much about him i know he was uh heavily involved with the mandalorian which i don't want hundred percent love but look
0: i like some of his ideas
1: I like Rebels from what I saw of it. I think he was big into
0: that one. Yeah, that's why like, you're right. He's a good idea, man. But mm-hmm. get some filmmakers. It was funny. There was this thing on the internet that was uh, they showed quick shot of, of the Last Jedi where the scene where Snoke gets cut in half and that and that duel and the battle,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it is electric. Mm-hmm. That it's so good, it's electric, and 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 it's it feels fresh and fun. And I know people have their own freaking opinion about Last Jedi. But when that movie's good, it is so upper echelon Star Wars that I cannot believe people don't see that. When it's bad, it's not great, but it's still better than fucking Yeah, I think it's know, top tier, Obi-Wan. but
1: I think that they, you know, we've talked about this a lot. They've learned oh, yeah. the wrong lessons from from what they considered Blast Jedi to be a failure. I have no idea why.
0: Even Rise made a ton of money. It's just that they, they just have gotten gun-shy. On the show we call the Movie Microscope, folks, (laughs) it's a show where we zoom in. We entice the withered pimp. We swear by margarine. We make out with an edible arrangement. We roll a nickel off the flat earth, make a humpback, eat a bowl of ice cream, guilt trip a balding hippie, bounce around on our knees like God himself, go to Waffle House, and instead of ordering food, sacrifice ourselves at the countertop, watch a movie through a set of destroyed, diseased, antebellum mansion, plantation-touching, grass-mowing, weak-ass eyes that have seen and disseminated and inseminated. See what makes a break, share with the likes of you. Use. So if we're talking about the Hebrew hammer. Huh. We wouldn't talk about the scene where Adam Goldberg gets trapped in a well and planet Earth puts on earplugs and hums a tune and walks by ignoring his last moments. Talk about the little moments. And Ladies and gentlemen, today's episode is devoted to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the feature, and there are so few moments in it. Speaking of, this is kind of related to what you're talking about. What do you call...
1: A pancake with abs. I know you. I know the answer. Just say it. Fucking flapjack. A waffle. Oh. You get it because it looks shredded? My son told me that joke today. And your thing reminded me because you, you dropped a waffle mention. Hebrew Hammer, Nick. Never seen it. I do have like I have liked Adam Goldberg in the past. He seems a little bit maybe arrogant, I guess, sometimes. But that's kind of what he plays. He, he leans
0: into that in his roles. You know, I think hey.
1: he he's had an okay career. What, you don't like him, huh?
0: No, I'm just saying Planet Earth covered their ears and hummed a tune as he was trapped in a well and slowly died to death. Oh, goodness.
1: kind of like him. He survived. I just want to zoom in real quick. He survived uh, Saving Private Ryan. His character is yeah. fine. Turns out fine. the knife the
0: knife went into a, a pocket of uh, fat.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was fine. He was fine. In,
0: yeah. 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 And Upham is innocent of all charges. He didn't fuck up.
1: Is that, is that, is that Jeremy
0: What's-His-Face Davies? Yeah. Is that Upham? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's speaking of walking by the well when he's dying. That's exactly what Davies does
0: in um, <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. It's on the stairs, cowering like a failure. Town. We'll do that movie eventually. I'm in no hurry. I'm in no hurry. I don't think I need to do Saving Private Ryan. I'd
1: rather do Meg Two again. Let's do, Mag, let's, let's do Meg. Let's do Meg Two again. The Trench. The Trench.
0: By the way. Doing okay. They announced
1: cool. its video release this week, so that's good. They announced Barbie's video release already. That's raking it in.
0: So, what is your relationship with Buffy the Vampire
1: Slayer? I mean, it's pretty big. You want me to go into it? I
0: mean, that's what we're here for, right?
1: So, I always thought the premise was interesting. I heard, I guess, I heard Whedon described it as he wanted to flip that cliche of the the girl walking down the alleyway, and then kind of instead of being the victim, a dark alleyway, she gets she turns the tables. Right? It's a simple premise, and she kicks major butt. And so I kind of was amped for this movie. And then later when they were turning it into the TV show, I was following it. I was kind of, was interested before it even came out the show. So I, and that's kind of what got me into um, reading about TV and movie stuff online was Buffy wondering when the show was coming out, who was going to be in it. I don't know why I was so excited for it, but then it became one of my favorite shows of all time. So I love Buffy, the vampire slayer, the show, the movie Mm -hmm. I haven't paid too much attention to. I've seen it. Maybe this is the third time, and I you certainly saw in the haven't theater, seen though, it though, right? Of course, yeah. And I certainly haven't seen it for years and years and years.
0: I'd rather watch the show. Yeah, the show hasn't aged well either, though.
1: It has, I think.
0: It, I don't think so.
1: I mean, I it looks it looks hinky. I guess is that the right word? It looks cheapish, but.
0: Some of those episodes are fantastic, and I, I think it's... The, the performance, there's some good acting and some good character stuff. The the fight scenes are the worst ever.
1: Fight scenes weren't... They were good then. They weren't that good then, but there's a little bit of, I don't know, there's a little bit of a campiness to them that works, and the vampires look like the Lost Boys vampires, which I always liked. I don't know, I think that show really holds up. It's certainly a very influential show to this day. I mean, that show just continues
0: to be an influence on a lot of people. A lot of shows that are being produced today
1: it's a great show i
0: think i loved i liked it a lot it took me a while to get into it but i did like it and i like yeah. angel even more Josh whedon's a role model as well so that's good <laughs> you know yeah i saw this in the theater i was you know there was a period of time where i avoided the show because of the movie but not because i hated the movie because i actually kind of when i saw the people that they'd gotten for the tv show and the clips that i had seen i, I was illusioned into thinking that the movie was way better and, and obviously it's not but I had a crush on Christy Swanson. Huge Rutger Hauer fan. Sure, I thought Luke Perry was great in it. So I kind of had a chip on my shoulder about Buffy, and the, I tried to watch it when it came out, and it was just too cutesy and teeny bop, and mm-hmm. the, the music. I hated, but it. Re, you know, I gave. I ended up having to review it for the site. They sent me the discs yeah. after it had been established, and I, I, I did. I came around and I watched everything. I even watched a few episodes of that. What was that other dog? Dollhouse. Shit?
1: So that's the thing that was so weird. So I, you know, Heather
0: moderazzo gonna... Ugh. So
1: here's, you know, as a, I was a huge Whedon fan. I I still think he's a very talented writer, but obviously a huge dick and a piece of shit. And if you look at the, from the beginning, he was kind of telling you he, he, he sucked, right? Like he's always complained about the adaptations of his scripts, probably a frustrated creator. Always wanted to be in charge. Then when he got control of like a TV show, he
0: abused that power. He sucks. However, I do like his shit, and I like the people he hired. There's something else that irritated me about this movie when it came out. Mm -hmm. The trailers, when the trailer came out for this, it would say, directed by Fran Rebel Kazooie. That's right. Why would you bring her into this and
1: that you know that's the funny thing she was an executive producer on buffy i think
0: she had no involvement in the show she, she did have involvement i thought she I did just a, was... i did a little i did a little bit of research on it she did okay i, think I thought she helped i think she helped develop it and she because she worked on angel too from what it, i read
1: it, that it was in name only type stuff so she got paid for it but what not much involvement. maybe she did i don't know but you know she hurt certainly whedon you know the story is that he walked off the set of this movie because they were bastardizing his script and changing it uh he was super mad at sutherland donald Sutherland has this because sutherland was changing the lines all the
0: time team donald
1: yeah he he his performance works in this i think but you know like we like he had a bad taste in his mouth on this one but then it launched the show right it was the reason for the show which is it, the it, reason he got so far in hollywood before he got canceled right so
0: by the way, there are no examples in history of the writer's work being changed. I know. He just always the, bitched about it. That's the default. That's what always I know, happens. I know, I know. Give me a break. So, did you know that Donald Sutherland in this movie is the same age as Kiefer is now? No. How old is With, he in this? 58 like 50, or something? 56 or 57. Basically, within a year, the Donald Sutherland that you see in this movie, Buffy, is the same age as the current Kiefer Sutherland running around on Instagram.
1: Such a zoom. Let's talk about the cast real quick. And this, and this movie did come in, out in 1992. The director, of Fran, how do you say her name? Kazooie? Bell
0: Kazooie. So let's, okay, let's take turns naming stars from this movie. I'll go first. Ben I I'm just going to say, <laughs> Tom Jane is in this somehow. No, no he isn't. Tom Janes is in this. That's right. Tom Janes is in this. Mm-hmm. You got Hillary Swank.
1: Hilly Swank in her first role, apparently. Is that true? She's actually kind of good in this. Like, I mean
0: I'll, that'll be your secret.
1: Well, I mean, look, it's a comedic performance and she's ridiculous, but like she's full bore, right? Like You're you re- got Steven Root showing up. Annoying
0: the absolute fuck out of me. Oh, come movie. on. He is great in this. He is awful in this. What's that Sasha guy? Baron Cohen in this? No, the, the guy, the Sasha, the guy that gets bitten and becomes a werewolf or a vampire with uh, the big hair. He's David Arquette? Kinda, no his name's Sa- the real actor's name is sasha. I forgot his last name. He looks he was like he's in, a, uh, lot of, he in he, a lot of movies around that time
1: yeah, he looks like what's his face from um the new York dolls okay and yeah, Buster, yeah, po- Buster yeah,
0: Poindexter yeah, yeah, I don't know what that guy's name is. you
1: got luke Perry in here you do you got Rutger h you got Paul Rubens in here recently r i p yeah I got and luke Perry also recently r i p oh not so recent you got randall batnikoff one of my favorites showing up in here you have christy swanson i was gonna say oh no no but you say christy swanson i'll say
0: david arquette we, we didn't mention him yet did we you got alexis arquette in this when the dj licking <laughs> that's that's alexis arquette r.i.p yep. by the way r.i.p as well you got a cameo by i don't know who's you got that andrew name? lowry who's that the other young guy who's who wants to who, randall battenkopf's best friend who is in love with buffy right what's he been in anything he was in school ties oh yeah and he was in my boyfriend's back, maybe? Oh wow. Was he the main was he the yeah, zombie boyfriend? Yeah. Is he still out there? I think he is. He's good. He's a good actor. Andrew Lowry, movie Microscope Legend? <laughs> is that right? And he's uh, he directed Ghost Story and Ain't Them Body Saints. Oh, different guy. <laughs> I'm looking him up. Hold on. I know you don't like when
1: I do this, but I gotta look up this guy. Oh, you got James Paradise in this. As Buffy Buffy's dad. Mark DiCarlo also showing up. You got Candy Clark, love Candy Clark. Oh, Natasha Grayson Wagner up in this. Yeah, who was she? She played the uh, one of the students that remember Rutger. Like she's like, yeah, yeah. Paul yeah. Rubens laser out before him, and then she ends up dead. But they don't show much.
0: And, who, and who's the cutie? The 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 black girl that's cute in this. She stopped acting. She quit acting. I think that's Andrew Lowry. <laughs> you got famous gossip columnist Liz uh, Smith at the end. Yeah, Liz Smith showed up. I'm she's looking. gotta be dead right i think she is she looks like she was dead in this movie that's not i don't know who you're talking about this african-american she, she's actress. she's adorable she retired from acting i remember that i did look her up when i was watching it because i thought she was somebody else at first you zoomed in and she you saw she retired she's out of here what's her damn name sasha uh jensen is that actor's name yeah ricky lakes is it, it's paris it's paris vaughn paris, paris vaughn what she else is she the, in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, a couple of shows she said, "After in 1995 she's, she said, I'm out of here, and actually I looked up her, she's in another career, she's killing it. Let's take a moment here I think Liz Smith may be out there still. I hope
1: not Andrew Lowry last appeared oh, he was in Color of Night, by the way, incredible he has an upcoming movie called Egghead, Egghead Republic You were I told for... you he's still killing it yeah, he's out there, he's in Clerks, huh? oh, he was <laughs> he's on the Clerks TV show Oh my lord, this guy's had quite a career. You're right. My boyfriend's back. That might be one we can zoom, Nick. Yeah, actually
0: I'm I'm down with that. The end. That should you should just end the episode right there. Please don't make me excited about that. Please. Oh, so Nick, much less. The worth. movie
1: kicks off in the
0: Dark Ages. Yeah, Europe. when Josh Whedon was hireable.
1: <laughs> in Europe, oh. the Dark Ages, there's a little bit of like an Army of Darkness type scene, the, kind of that level of budget. We see an earlier version of the Slayer played by Christy Swanson. Battling, I think she's battling battling some demons in this. I can't remember, but you get this. You get this. Basically, she's talking to Donald Sutherland back then as well. And, as Merrick, as Merrick, but he's not Merrick here. It's like it's, these are their past lives, right? She's got the mark of the coven, right? The birthmark on her shoulder area, whatever, and then it says when one Slayer dies, one Slayer dies, the next is chosen, which actually carries over to the TV show. However, the birthmark does not, I don't think. And also, Buffy in this movie, when she gets near vampires, I love this. Gets menstrual cramps or something. I love that. Some kind I of they cramps. Would. I love it. I they love don't that. carry that over to the TV show either. Now, I will say that there is a comic I was reading called Origin, where Whedon got to um, realize his true script for this movie. You know, play it out in comic form. I've never read that. But I will say there's a, there is a lot of crossover, like a lot of stuff from the movie, even though it's super goofy and doesn't have the kind of the same vibe as the show. There's stuff that does carry over, and, and in particular, I think uh, Luke Perry is kind of like, and I think he's seen as this. His character is has a lot in common with you know, the Scooby Gang of the TV show, um, and he's great in this. I remember not looking forward to him being in this because I I just knew him from Nine Hundred Two One Zero, and he's he's great. He's actually great in this movie. He's he's, he's, a, lot he's a lot of fun. Definitely. He definitely knows what kind of movie it is. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll talk the whole time. I got no problem. Can we we move to the end? So what's the premise of the the movie? We didn't even talk about that. Everybody knows. I I, I teased it. One slayer dies, the next is chosen. The joke here being there's a vampire problem on Earth. There's a hero that's been taking, uh, which has been kind of earmarked to take care of this problem. And when she gets killed, she's replaced by another Hero that takes cool. care of vampires Well, I
0: mean, it, I mean, but the really, if you take the real conceit, is a a valley girl as a vampire slayer is sort of the that's of the course, main. Of course, yeah. Case. And so, and then so it's an opportunity to lather on the high school tropes with that spin on it. That's, I mean, of course, and that's much the, less so, than his show. This is definitely more distilled to being a teen movie that happens to have this kind of armature.
1: Yes, and so the, this chain of events happens, and now it's present day, and Buffy is just a a popular high school girl who loves to be she's a cheerleader she's very you know she's popular she has a guy that she likes she is not into she has no idea that there are monsters on earth yet donald sutherland enters her life and starts telling
0: dropping truth bombs left and right yes the problem with a lot of this stuff especially in the early parts of this film is fran rebel kazooie is not a gifted filmmaker at least this this stage of her career Right Although she had done that Tokyo pop movie before this she did and people, like it's very stiff and it's very stilted and they the editing does it no favors because it just it lingers too long. It doesn't have any kind of energy to it. And what it finds funny oftentimes is really not funny. Mm-hmm. The only time things actually kind of land, surprisingly is Christy Swanson's delivery, Donald Sutherland's delivery, and to a much lesser extent, some of the other characters. Luke Perry. And Luke Perry, oh, Paul Rubens. But even Paul Rubens, he got a lot of attention for this. He's not he's awful in it. He's awful in this movie. I don't think he is. I
1: think he, he's having a lot of fun. I think certainly has a tone problem. I think it you know, if we'd wanted this to be dark at all and like the show was, and and, and semi serious, they did not make that movie, right? They made a movie that uh is silly and just goofy the whole time, kind of is just Almost a parody in a way, of, of and embarrassing.
0: Vampires. Embarrassing in the way it treats vampires. None of the normal vampire things happen. And so other than other than the stake through the heart, mm-hmm. and the, and them not showing up on a photograph. I mean, they're out in the daytime, or mm-hmm. you know he plays basketball for fuck's sake. They're easy to kill, and they don't kill anybody, even though they have numerous opportunities to. There's just it almost feels as if we're we're watching if somebody was doing a role playing game of Buffy bunch of teenagers it's almost as if we're watching that coming to life because it it really feels like it's the first draft in a lot of respects so
1: the the this is i'm right this has always been the of the show's problem the movie's problem is and maybe less so the movie is that the title of it's buffy the vampire this uh, buffy the vampire slayer so it sets up for certain expectations and you know people are some people are just not going to watch a show called that right And then two, the movie, right, was kind of bad. And so that also worked against the show a little bit. But at the same time, Whedon got to perfect...
0: We're talking about the show again on the movie
1: microscope? Of course, I'm talking about the show. But Whedon got to perfect... After this, he learned lessons, you know, and he got to perfect and do what he wanted with the show. Yeah, And then he was an asshole. Like, that's another thing is the show and this is very much supposed to be about empowering women, right? And then meanwhile, Whedon behind the scenes was was doing the opposite so well
0: and it almost seems as if he's living vicariously through some of these characters like the andrew larry character there's a scene where buffy leans over the car where randall batnikoff is driving and she's on the lap of andrew larry and he's looking at her ass and and salivating over and asking if he could borrow her
1: yeah but we didn't yeah he's always kind of had that kind of humor remember he got Remember, he got nailed for that in, in his version of the Justice League, too. But he very much believes he's Luke Perry. That's who that's his avatar in this movie, is, is the outcast. The person that Buffy should be with. The person that has been ignored, but is really the true man in this. And, and the one that can satisfy all the ladies, you know? The one that's secretly cool, like Joss Whedon.
0: Well, know? the thing is, Luke Perry's character is awful until he's brought into... Until it becomes necessary for the story, because they don't do anything. There's nothing likable about him and David Arquette until he's forced to be the damsel in distress to some extent, and then kind of be proactive about keeping Buffy honest to some extent. He's he's a device in this thing. I think that's like a. It's just a haphazard. Like
1: the division here is Buffy's popular and David Arquette and Luke Perry are they're outcasts. They're they're delinquents, right? They're not in the same social circle, right? And so whenever these two groups meet, there's conflict and, you know, but that doesn't last long. I don't think he's has a
0: is a bad character. I just he gets better. But yeah. but it's but the character, Luke Perry gets better and what they need that character to do gets better, but they right. don't earn it. It although it's funny because I was watching this and there's so much of it that reminds me of Grease in this It does remind me of Grease too a little bit, yeah. Even to the point where he gets the makeover Right before the dance, and it's of supposed to—he's supposed to look better, and he looks worse. But and, and it's hard—it's hard to get too critical about something like this because it's. But a Dylan's
1: team. the Sandy, though, right? Or I'm sorry, Luke Perry's the Sandy character. It's Luke Perry's the Sandy the character, and Swanson's yeah. the Danny Zuko. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Let's talk about some of the early scenes. What do it's you think huge. of that hot? dog We don't do need to that skip over. Joke?
1: That's a huge zoom, by the way. Huge. We just what? zoomed
0: in. Oh, okay. What do you think of that hot dog scene?
1: It's a that's it's terrible. I don't know what they're trying to do with it.
0: Is it homophobic? I think it's supposed to be. No, I don't think it's homophobic. I think it's 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 meant to be about making making it those guys nervous because of what she did to their manhood to some extent. Yeah, it's supposed to be phallic. I just didn't know. Okay, but it's so it's executed this, so
1: badly. It is, and so maybe something happened in editing. But what what describe
0: that scene to, to people? So the uh, Arquette and Luke Perry are first of all, their debuts. Earlier on, we see them. They snuck into a movie theater. They're drunk. That's where Luke Perry utters his "Is it like this monster?" for no reason in the theater which that, that, you loved i love that line because it is so non-sequitur and ridiculous and poorly delivered intentionally mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't make any sense and it's never there's no attention brought to it. it's just ridiculous but so they only have enough money to buy either you know the waitress they have choices and they choose to get a hot dog and so she delivers it and luke perry grabs the bun and david arquette grabs the dog and, and he does this bad pantomime with the hot dog bread coming out of his mouth and david arquette goes over and positions the hot dog where his goddamn would be mm-hmm. and then off screen we hear something happening and it's buffy cutting it off or slicing it in half right and then he's emasculated but it's just it's done so, in a way that's just so awkward. yeah it,
1: it doesn't make any sense so like there the two groups are mad at each other right the the girls don't like these two nerds or whatever and arquette goes over with this hot dog stick and like Nick said, out of his crotch. And and Buffy splits it in half, I guess. And they show it split, and, and Arquette is a little horrified. And they go to Luke Perry, who has got bread in his mouth, and he spits it out like he's grossed out. Yeah, it's bad. Why is he grossed out? She's cut a hot dog, you know? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I mean... I guess I, mean, I guess anything, the precision of the cutting. What they're trying to tell you is her instincts are such that she's... When someone comes at
0: her, she her instinct is to attack and to disarm see i loathe david arquette and i always have loathe him as an actor and i loathe okay. looking at him this is why this movie i never re- i never put two and two together i forgot he was in this yeah i think but he's got he- a
1: goof goofball charm i don't mind him like i'm not i'm not trying to make a case what was he in he was in some show recently he was in scream of course that's his most famous but he was in a show recently where it was where he was kind of interesting
0: the only thing i've he was sort of interesting in was bone tomahawk uh think for a minute always well, no but he's
1: also in um the great ravenous and he's actually kind of good in that, that is not a great
0: movie oh i disagree i think it's an excellent movie no, i don't like it that much
1: all right well, we disagree right he's We're our never age.
0: doing it it's our last our last episode is ravenous okay yeah, you should first of all just i feel like you're wrong have you only seen it once and i reviewed it for the old site yeah i don't like that movie okay he was i do like sh- jeffrey jones though there's a show and called I think he's a good role model as well <laughs> It's a show called
1: This Fool that's on Hulu that is amazing. Uh, I'll believe. I'm, well, I'm I know very, you're not going to ever listen to my recommendations. That's fine. But it, just seek it out. It's a very funny uh, sitcom that he has a very, very small part in. Not the reason to watch the show, but he, he does show up in it. Doesn't matter. He, he isn't great in this. He kind of has a, there's a... They reference um, one of the best, scariest scenes from our childhood, though, in this movie. They
0: reference uh, Salem's, the Salem's lot. lot. Where he's floating mm-hmm. out, yeah. Of course, it would help if they gave Luke Perry reactions that were based in some reality. So, Garquette
1: says this line. Let me get your take on it. Her yabos scoff at gravity. And yabos equaling breasts here. Now, that's mm-hmm. not, a, it's not a slang name that, for boobs that caught on. I don't think yabos. And I definitely bet Whedon wrote that line. As you think much it's as after he... Miriam Davo, the yeah. actress? Oh, yeah. hey, Davo, nice. And her sister Olivia.
0: Oh, my God layer the white worm i think olivia diablo is the one that had more of a career right more of the career yes but still i mean let's be honest i will be honest i just was not a very exciting career her yabos scoff at gravity nick
1: that is a bad line as it sounds like something you'd say to open up a temple and it just seems like that definitely is part of i bet that was in the script i'm just gonna say as much as Whedon complains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds like Whedon speak to me. What's the name of the main vampire here that's terrorizing the like town? Like Yothos or something? Lothos. And the interesting thing about this movie, he's like the master vampire here.
0: He's barely
1: in this movie. He doesn't really factor in. Like every once in a while, Rutger shows up for an hour. They film a scene with him. And then he goes back to sleep. Okay, so what? two zooms
0: on, on Rutgers, Rutger in this. Okay. Number 1, the mustache. Oops. Oops. <laughs> yes. But the but the big zoom. Uh-huh. Dead ringer for Rupert Friend in half of his scenes. <laughs>
1: Look, you're going to get charisma personified when we get Rucker in here. He just having him on set pluses up the movie. He he's just such a non-factor in this film at the end. He has a fight scene with Buffy and it sucks. <laughs> like it is not good. But his name is Lothos. <laughs> Okay, let's rate that as a vampire name. What do you think?
0: Okay. Give me a it's one to not, five. Okay, no, I'm going to say, okay, as a vampire name, three, as a musketeer name, five.
1: <laughs> that, is, that is so true. But it's true. Like, he must have been on set for, like, three days. Like, he is not in this movie. Um, and they
0: try to make him smart. They, uh, they're all speaking with Whedon's voice, a lot of these characters. Right. And it, it doesn't... St-
1: Sit well with some of them, I think. So, you know, Whedon definitely has gotten, and his writers. It's just not. It's not just Whedon that wrote that show. Always gets. But we're not
0: talking about the fucking show, dude. We are. I just never found that to be that much of a
1: problem. I I don't think he writes every character the same or whatever. I don't. I never saw that really. I don't think Rucker talks in Whedon speak. Does he? He does. The way he reacts to stuff.
0: It's a little cutesy.
1: Does he have a react scene in this? I don't remember it. He does. I remember. I'm standing in a room, and Paul <laughs> Rubin's talking to him, and then like a smoke machine.
0: Bad smoke machine work in this movie, by the way. When she starts cartwheeling out into the uh, outdoors, it's so okay. bad. So obviously, Donald Sutherland has to get his his charge to well train. on the show.
1: Anthony uh, Stewart had played uh, <laughs> that character, a similar character, a watcher, so to speak.
0: Thank you. So Just there's so to a zoom in. There's a training montage, which is rough. But it is fun to watch the actual gymnast jump through something and then Chrissy Swanson getting up from behind the column. She's waiting in to finish off the move. So you think it's her. It's pretty great. There is some cute stuff between her and Donald Sutherland. My favorite elements of this movie are when those two are together. And one of my favorite line deliveries and one of my favorite lines in the movie is when he, he shows up in the locker room. You remember her line? This is a naked place. This is a naked place,
1: and her delivery is adorable. Yeah, because he's walking around like in a trench coat and a fedora. He looks crazy,
0: and he's just walking around but, high school like he belongs there. But calling it a naked place is mm-hmm. wonderful. It's true. Okay,
1: Someone also uses the term sconehead
0: very close to this. I don't remember that. And that's when my favorite happens with my favorite Donald Sutherland delivery is when he throws a knife, and she You threw a knife at my head, and you caught it.
1: <laughs> so cute. That's a good Sutherland. Low-energy king oh in this God. movie. L- Low-energy ed- low trainer. So what happens, just to catch you up in the plot, David Arquette and, and Luke Perry are drunk or high, and they're walking home, and Arquette gets taken away by vampires as Luke Perry kind of faints to the ground. You know, he's like just tired. Merrick, or Donald Sutherland, just happens to show up because he's been doing some investigating around town and rescues Luke Perry before he can be bitten into as well. But that's you get your wish. David Arquette
0: exits early a little bit. He comes back no, as a he monster gets, a he little back, bit. He comes back and 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 then he has to crank up his performance, which is the opposite of what I want.
1: He's like in two more scenes.
0: He's he's just you know, this is And how thing. over and how overacting is he in those scenes? He's just he's goofy. But Pee Wee Herman, Hall Rubens his death scene's are cute and they over overplay that big time. But his death scene is his death scene is kind of the most memorable but scene I don't, from this film. They ruined it. By playing it over and over again. What do you mean? You stay through the credits? No, I don't think I did. What I did watch the credits. What do they do? To. I don't remember. Yeah, no, they, well, they, they show. First of all, at the end of the movie, he 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 dies. He does his little uh-huh. thing. And then he dies again later on. And then during the credits, he dies even more. There are three instances where they repeat that scene, different yeah. versions. But there is a scene where. And granted, this is the director's fault, not Paul Rubens's fault, where he attacks Luke Perry in his car and he's on the roof of the car and mm-hmm. it is so badly done. And his yeah. acting, is, it's almost like they kept using different takes from the same moment. Hard to watch, really amateurish. And it's, I, I guess Whedon's definitely not responsible for that. Were there any, hey, were there any scenes in the show where he was on, anybody was on a car roof? Do you want sure. to talk about that for a while?
1: I mean, look, I, I didn't, this movie is super low budget. You know, the, the, that kind of stuff isn't what drives this film. I don't think it's fine, That the actiony stuff. But, the, but it's not where the charm of this film comes from, which is a movie you like, by the way. I just want to remind you, you like this movie. I liked this movie. You don't the, like it anymore?
0: The, there's little moments. But the thing is, the dialogue and the drama and the uh, character stuff is minimal in this thing. It is, yeah. And so, so the action is, is sort of the drive, especially with the motion mm. picture. It's supposed to be the drive. Yeah but it's an abortion. It's not, though. Yeah, it's not. Yeah.
1: it's it, Especially, I think, it's really apparent in that final scene when everything, you got to see Buffy at her full powers kicking ass in the gymnasium against the main bad guy in the film. It is just such a weak fight.
0: What do you think of Ben Affleck's work in this?
1: His one line, uh, this is back when he was getting one lines in mo- uh, one-liners in movies, he is fine. Such a baby face. He's not fully formed as Hillary Swank is. She is fully formed in this. I I guess. Given the overtop comedic performance in this, like she, this is her, if this is her first movie, I think she does a pretty good job. Trying to be, trying to be funny. I will say as, as, as annoying as Christy Swanson is nowadays, she's okay in this. Like she She is, she kind of, the best stuff that she has in this aren't the, I think are kind of the more serious moments. I don't know. She does a, she does a fine job with that. And I think her and Perry are good. They have chemistry.
0: The scenes that are in the trailer Are the are the memorable scenes like there's a scene where he says you're not a normal girl and she goes yes I am whatever it's a it's a sweet moment and she she is she's charming she's great and she's obviously you know I remember that I remember buying that Playboy was she in Playboy I didn't see it it was this
1: after Buffy
0: yeah but before Insanity (laughs) so what do you think about um, I know that you noticed what album was on the DJ stand facing the camera I didn't did I your favorite
1: Shaba ranks. <laughs> I know Toad the Wet Sprocket shows up on the soundtrack. That's rough. By the way, Teen Wolf vibes in this. Yeah, big time. When they, with the, the basketball monster's... playing yeah. vampire.
0: Yes. And it doesn't even look like a vampire, really. It looks more, oh, he's almost more like a vampire. you got these weird that. insect ears. It's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, that's, that's it's rough. And Teen Wolf, I, Teen Wolf sucks as well. I can't age well because it was bad to start with. But this looks it's tough.
1: Teen Wolf is will always hold a place in my heart for the when the dad trans, he comes out and transforms into a werewolf. werewolf the cutest! His... He looks like Dee
0: Wallace at the end of Halloween. <laughs>
1: looks insane. Like it, plus,
0: Boof. Yeah. Right? Wasn't the girl's
1: name Boof? Yes, we did a little deep dive into what she didn't. She join like a not a cult, but she she became like some kind of transcendentalist or something. I
0: don't know what you're talking about, but I will believe you.
1: So lo- what's yeah? Boof.
0: There's a line that I did appreciate that in, in this later on. Do you remember when? Paul Rubens is trying to uh, explain the various allure, the, the allure of becoming an undead to Buffy. Mm-hmm. He says, he could do anything. And what does she say? He says, I could do anything. What does she say? Clap. Yeah. Cause she, cause, cause he loses he his one arm. arm. Yeah. Yeah. it's cute.
1: Yeah. So, you know, as her and Pike is Luke Perry's character, which is a crazy name become closer. He immediately starts calling her buff instead of <laughs> Buffy a little too soon. I think gave her the short name. I like that. Well, Buffy um,
0: can't be her real name either, so. Let me see here. Oh,
1: Sutherland took the loss. He takes early. the loss kind of early in this. Yep. Lucky man. Describe what happens.
0: He gets an early copy of Bloor Street.
1: <laughs> what does happen? Who kills him? Rubens Rutger, or uh, Rucker does. Yeah, he comes out of the shadows, right? And he stabs him through the heart or something says he says I don't like what happened on the set
0: of Don't Look Now. Take it. He said, uh, "This is uh, this is for this is for Virus, which you'll be shooting pretty soon." I have it on good authority that Everton wants to rule the world.
1: <laughs> Everton.
0: <laughs> I like how you you're praising Steven Root. Yeah, he's great. He plays the principal. He is embarrassing in this. He's never embarrassing. You're wrong. You're just like looking for no, something to pick apart. He's always
1: no. fine, and he's good. Do you remember in Remember this.
0: the this scene where he's giving detention to, to dead things? Yeah, that's a joke. It's
1: a joke, and he went along with it. I, yeah, he got paid to do a part. Yeah, so he he's like, did the, the lines. An Anti humor. I mean, you can rip the script then in the direction, but you can't
0: rip Stephen Root. He's always I can rip Stephen Root. No, he's mostly always good, but I think he's really tough in this. Let me remind really? you again. You I like, like this I like... movie. I like how you're giving me shit for, for not... I, I like Steven Root 89% of the time. I just shit. think
1: you're looking for shit, man. Like, look, it's not a great movie at all, but, I mean, to single out Steven Root in this, who is actually an actor and and, and works...
0: Yeah, he, but he was still... He, goes he, was along still with it. he was still forming in the same way Affleck was. It is weird seeing him young-ish. Ish. He's
1: what been was around his? around mean, I, I
0: mean, I guess, I guess uh, Office Space was his real coming-out party, right?
1: I'm not sure if he ever had, like, a real coming-out party. He just started showing up in everything, and then he everybody's like, oh, he's good. He can, he can do he anything. He do everything: comedy yeah. and drama.
0: Yeah, he was really he was one of the better parts of uh, Barry. I thought maybe the best part, maybe the best show. part. Yeah, especially in the later part of the show where he was a different. His his demeanor changed. He was convincing, surprisingly convincing as that hard ass as a heavy, right? Yeah. No, he
1: had a lot of work to do. He definitely went through different phases on the show, and he was great.
0: Yeah, um, I think Hater got weak at the end. Let's talk more about TV shows. <laughs> I don't, I don't
1: love how it ended, but I thought he was the best part of how it ended. Stephen Root. Mm-hmm. It, what do you think of the
0: cheer? How loose is your goose? It's not bad. You like it? I like it. It's cute. It's cute. How loose? It doesn't. Is your it goose? doesn't hurt that it's got you know all those girls waving around their pom poms and they, they get the joke, mm-hmm. and they also know that there's a bunch of vampires around. So,
1: so the big, the biggest Whedon part of the show, this besides, like, there's this big scene in this between christy swanson and luke perry and i think this is a big this is a big like preview of the whedon to come is whenever she's remember she's dressing him down and she's like a, i think she's saying something about like you're just like a typical man blah, blah blah she's like really ripping him and then he just his whole thing from it he just goes you're calling me a man like he's like excited that she yeah. called him a man yeah. and that is definitely like, so there's
0: a strange man in my house oh
1: yeah cause she's like talking about the whole weird situation yeah, yeah you're calling me a man so, like that's the thing is like I th- when when Perry died and you know Whedon when he, this is pre-canceled mourned him on Twitter. Like I remember like it released you know had a lot of good things to say about him or at least had a tweet to say
0: a good good tweet about him.
1: Right? And I, I like I said I, I think he's the big, biggest surprise for me here. Like how good he is.
0: Pardon in the it, fuck in, out of me for not letting you watch Jericho
1: in an uneven movie jericho he was in that was he in it with the star i thought what's his face was the star from scream what's that guy's name the the depp alike scream
0: yeah you know the guy looked like depp oh you matthew lillard
1: in the original scream movie
0: skeet ulrich yes oh shit i thought it was luke perry
1: maybe you're right and it's got the guy from um isn't the guy from the cosby show on it too i kind of liked it if i remember right i thought it was luke perry skeet ulrich in this so he must be Luke? thinking of something else, like a show Yeah, Luke Perry had it.
0: A, Luke Perry had a show. Now he has a fucking urn. Oh, Jesus, he wasn't on Jericho. Maybe he had a guest spot. I'm fu- My whole fucking life is a joke now. He was in Oz. Jeremiah, not Jericho. Jeremiah. You dumbass. I knew it was this. Sh- okay, I got the name wrong. It was Jeremiah. Same. Idea.
1: Oh, and, and and Malcolm Jamal Warner was on on that. Yeah. So I, had, I think I we were a,
0: both thinking of the same show. What is it? In the year twenty twenty one
1: more than a decade after a deadly virus wiped out everyone over the age of puberty grief-stricken loner jeremiah goes in search of bahala sector a haven his father told him
0: would be the key to his continued survival you liked it huh? i didn't hate it luke perry had still was still coasting on my appreciation from buffy on that so what was jericho then i guess that was also a show though right skeet ulrich show
1: don't worry jason Priestley showed
0: up on jeremiah couldn't shake his co-star Zoomed in. Oh, my God. They're both post-apocalyptic. Oh, my God. Is that Mandela, man? Did Mandela make Jericho and Jeremiah get into us? Maybe. Uh, is that how it works? So the movie uh, ends in a climax where the vampires lose. Donald Sutherland no longer with us. I thought we might see a, the next Donald show up, but no, we don't. Instead, we see our, our friends drive off. Now, we didn't mention Tom Jane playing the mechanic. Does he look? Didn't he look a little too pretty in this?
1: Of course. He also had, he just has a few scenes. Obviously an unknown actor at this point. I certainly didn't remember he was in this. I kind of remembered Affleck was in it.
0: By the way, I had a cigar with uh, Michael Cudlitz a couple weeks ago. Did you really? Yeah, he owns a cigar bar here in town. He's a partner. The Walking Dead's
1: own. Actually good on that show. Gross point blank zone. Let's talk. Oh, he was good in that. He was really
0: good in that. But he's good on The Walking Dead, too. He got uh, beaten to death by a bat. He was one of the ones that died in that yes. stupid yeah mm-hmm. big deal movie is over though so I mean we're gonna just say it's over you guys how know this how was Cudlitz? He's nice. He's 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 got a little bit of an ego, but he's he's nice. We all well, we're all tough, you know, all tough guys. He he was enjoying it. He seems like a genuine dude. Introduce me.
1: I want to meet Michael Cudlets.
0: <laughs> you know, I like you. I like you, but I also like your veal. What do you mean? Like a little veal cudlet from time to time. Yeah.
1: Veal cudlitz. He's such a cutie. Cudlets.
0: Yeah, he's Look. looking dapper that night, man. Was he? He's dressed up. He reminds me of, of the Ben Grimm version of Tom Jane. <laughs> <New> <laughs> Zoom. What do you think about the Young Republicans joke? I mean, it's very Whedon. Here's the thing, and this is this is something that's indicative of Joss Whedon. I don't think he's a true horror guy. He he definitely loves the dynamics of the characters way more than the genre stuff, mm-hmm. as evidenced by the stuff he's done since, where he he's good at at making things entertaining and finding the finding he, he, he's got some a great vibe that he's able to add to stuff but in a show that's about vampire or in am sorry in a movie that's about vampires mm-hmm. nobody cares about horror there's no appreciation for horror so the so that's the problem i think is that it's, it's all surface level stuff so as a teen comedy it doesn't really work and it's not helped By the fact that the horror is not good. You think about Vamp. You think about Fright Night. You think about Lost Boys. Those balance both of those worlds really well. Right? And I'd say Whedon would agree with you. And that's why he... Ended up doing the same thing with the TV show that doesn't do the horror either. That's that's wrong, dude. There's some good stuff in that show. What are those floating pricks called? The suck bastards? What are they called? The gentlemen. Yeah.
1: I was close. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) So there are some credits in this thing.
1: Well, do we finish?
0: What else do you want to say about it? I mean, I got plenty to say about the show. We can talk about the show now? That's that's for your uh, other podcast you're starting up. There's a weird violin that shows up in here. You notice It that? reminds me of Jake Busey's a little bit, no? It does, yeah, yeah. Rucker um, Howard, do you notice he had a metronome as well? He needed a fucking vampire, he needed a metronome? Pussy. <laughs> fucking needs a metronome vampire from the past? Get off um, my shit, Rut. The
1: uh, <laughs> Rucker... Di- <laughs> Rut. I think that's what his nickname was in real life. <laughs> Rut. Man, Rutt's come over tonight. man. He's fucking great. He's
0: so fun. <laughs> we had a blast, me and Rutt. Yeah, we broke up in a few heinies. me and Rutt. I wish he was going to ask, you know, some more fuck. Oh, by the way.
1: What are you doing? The- th- what did you do last night? Oh, Rutt came over, man. We stayed up all night. Fucking Can just- you imagine how
0: weird it would be to watch the Rutgers game with him? <laughs> I'm the worst at Rutgers. I-, I was at my uh hotel the other night, and mm. I put on the television and they didn't have the normal programming that Marriott hotels do where Showtime is free and everything else you have to log in. They had Pluto TV is free. Nice. (laughs) And I was struggling to find something and I needed something to put on the background so I could fall asleep. And I I put Time Cop
1: on. I mean,
0: they had the best. Why didn't you just, first of all, it's a great movie. That's what I thought. It's bad. That's what I thought in my mind's eye. Yeah, Yeah. it is rough. How's, How's Ron Silver though? Rough, man. It's rough. Who directed it? Peter Hyams.
1: Hyams, right? Yeah, yeah, our boy.
0: We did like we've done almost all of his movies. I would not call and him we, our boy. We, yes, yes, he is our boy. We did. Think about how many movies of his we. Okay,
1: done. I, I know two that we did. We did uh, the Relic, and we did the Sean Connery space one.
0: No, we did Running Scared. We did fucking <sighs> Sound of Thunder. He did do Sound of Thunder.
1: Didn't he have? did his son get into movies too? Yeah,
0: he did that Abominable. I think. Don't, that's not bad. No, it's well, it's 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 nerd, Nerds like it film film twitter liked it film internet liked it back then yeah he, we all, we've done we've done more with peter hyams we've done more we need to do the presidio which i recently rewatched because i'm a fucking idiot that's a bad movie that it's was not a it's not as, not as bad as fucking time cop presidio is bad when it came out not as bad as sound of thunder but they got a
1: scintillating movie star to be in it mark Harmon. nailed you know it
0: i kind of like that movie course you do because i don't jack warden in it get the fuck out of your presidio it's so bullshit meg ryan shawnee guy. khan there's somebody else that i fucking worship in that movie you you, you know you you're a dick because no i'm not i'm great it, you don't you, you you dismiss it not realizing what you're talking about what kind of wheat what kind of strength <laughs> that movie's got in it <laughs> i just
1: remember <laughs> phil collins did the uh, uh rest the in
0: peace th- mark blum in this
1: phil collins did the did he die in he Pre- died of covid
0: presidio right? Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, remember I did that. I did that joke. Yeah, you did. That was, um, that's why I brought it up. Janet Goldstein in that shit before her shit was shit. And before then aliens?
1: No, that was after aliens. No, I said before her shit was shit. Now she does right. bras. Whoa, she's a big a bustier creature. I think she. Cre- I think she. She's a bra business. I think. I think I'm right. right I'm
0: going I'm to get you wet and hard real quick. We've done Outland. Yeah. Done Running Scared. Yes. We've done the Relic. We've done sound of thunder i don't remember have we done peeper from 1975 <laughs> no no give me
1: some other heims movies that okay that
0: we so do. we should definitely do well obviously we're doing end of days we've we've already talked about doing that one mm-hmm. okay so remember he said i'm all in on on jean claude let's do fucking time cop and while we're let's get right to sudden death let's get right to it sudden death did, is bad right come on bad we did I the Can't monster remember. squad he was a producer on that but uh 2010 huge right 2010 is kind of good. It's the best in the series. The you got The Star Chamber with Michael D. I never saw that, but I always wanted to. You High got Harrison Ford's, it. Harrison Ford's most famous movie, Hanover Street. Oh, man. With Wait, wait, wait. With uh, Helen Slater? No. It's with, uh, what's her face? Deborah Winger, fuck. maybe? Is it Winger? Leslie and Down. Close. I was so close. You got Richard Mercer in there, though. Uh, he did the a classic John Ritter movie, Stay Tuned. He did. Oh, we should do. Stay tuned. He did the monster, the musketeer, the one, the the one, the big one, the one everybody needed
1: with what? that actor
0: that was a tiny character man. Who
1: was in the musketeer? You mean they just did a movie with Lothos? Was he
0: <laughs> <laughs> Justin Chambers' big starring opportunity? Remember Justin Chambers fucked up. We just had to look at him for a minute.
1: Give me a second. Okay. Let me excuse me. Single out musket, the musketeer. Who else was in it?
0: I mean, Meta Savari killed it.
1: Holy shit! You got Stephen Ray. You got Timmy
0: Roth. Catherine Deneuve. Oh, a good
1: cast, actually.
0: But most importantly, they wrapped that film around the powerhouse of charisma that is Justin Chambers.
1: He's familiar with doing stuff like this because he cast Mark Harmon in the Presidio and wrapped a By piece the way, of it's shit the, around him.
0: Also, the laziest judge of all time. What? is justin chambers he's never oh. coming up <laughs> we got Wait,
1: give me what else is he even at I, I don't reckon do i recognize justin chambers
0: uh, you recognize him from when you fell asleep every time you looked at him what's he known for well Having he a great he, he first blew, name he blew people away with liberty heights and, and 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 his tiny role in the wedding planner let's hire this guy to anchor a big budget musketeer movie
1: first of all handsome
0: as all get
1: out, he was on Grey's Anatomy. You know he was heart throbbing on that. Justin Chambers in this. I love him. The laziest judge. Let's see what he looks like. You know he's on Grey's Anatomy forever. So is Travis Walton. <laughs> <laughs> he lied about being abducted, and his <laughs> legacy is us for the last 20 years talking about he, how he was sexually abused by...
0: The gray aliens, but but he wasn't. So it's fine. There's no real harm done, right? <laughs> Whitley Strieber, however, 100 percent true. I wish
1: what- we would have. I wish I would have thought of that. Like it, it's 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 a good game if you can get into it. Get abducted, just,
0: fake abducted,
1: just fake abducted, and just keep telling the people that you did it, and then make that your career. You know There's what sucks? you get up at eight in the morning. Well, got to go to work and pretended that I got abducted by aliens again. Now here's what sucks. Eleven thirty
0: lunch. Knowing your luck. back to it. You'd be the boy who cried alien. You fucking, they, they, you're exposed as a hoax. The next day, you're out walking. You get real abducted. You come home with a bloody ass, and they're like, "Yeah, just whatever." And you're like, "I'm dripping with alien jizz," and they're like, "Go back to fucking green giant."
1: It took me in the spaceship. I promise. <laughs> as your friend Carl put something on his Facebook page that said, "At this point, an alien abducted. Being abducted by an alien would be a rescue mission or something? Did you see his little meme he put up? No.
0: Anyway, the Presidio has a Rotten Tomato score 39, so we will be doing it in the not-too-distant future. Our
1: friend, Carl, not just your friend. Yeah, that Presidio joke, that's from the old show, I imagine. Right? No, it's from the... this show. Really?
0: Yep. So from when we were doing one of our Hyams Heima, movies.
1: Is he still out there? Of course he's, he's still
0: rolling around in it. Are you kidding me? How is this COVID, I wonder? His son is still dirtying up the world with universal soldier sequels that people like 80 years young had one kid came out perfect unfortunately not making movies anymore I wonder why enemies closer he got back with van damme <laughs> he's poor guy he although um, you got it at least you go out with the best movie starring van damme and uh, tom Everett scott so he did they were the two stars they lured peter heimes uh, away from the rest home
1: you so, got orlando jones in that as well
0: Oof. Oof. And you got Chris Van Damme in this. Well, here's the other thing. There's another movie that I've never heard of that he did that we need to do because it's it's sort of right in our fucking wheelhouse. Beyond a reasonable doubt. It's got, okay, spider Orlando Jones worked together on that, too. Got Joel David Moore. Got Jesse Metcalf. Got Amber Tamlin. And, of course, tying it all together, Michael Douglas coming back to the fucking frame. Said, it's been a while since the Star Chamber... I think we're due. We let's kill it one more time. Um, Remember the Star Chamber? I was so baffled by that trailer. I thought it was the most mysterious movie ever made. I didn't see it. I also didn't see the
1: Osterman Weekend, and I need to see both of those. I'm still; those are on my VHS
0: rental place browsing days. I was like, should I
1: rent this one? Narrow oh, on. Margin too? Didn't you want to do Narrow Margin?
0: You know what? I'll, yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, that because Gene, Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. You know, what I like most about you. You're tall. That was the big catchphrase from that one. James B. Sicking in that one, J.T. Walsh. Oh my God, Peter Himes out there doing it forever. Yeah, and making good stuff. He's a he's a solid dude. Some weird credits in this movie, uh, give me yeah. some initials. So watch the credits roll. I got
1: uh, A.G. in this, Nick. I don't have it. Al Goto.
0: Does <laughs> <Is> he <laughs> binary S- code spelled What's
1: G-O-T-O? I imagine maybe it's Goto or Goto. I know. I know that you got R.S. Are you talking about Rocky Slaymaker? <laughs> I did get Rocky Slaymaker. Did you get Andy C? Or I'm sorry, AC? No. Andy Chilcote. <laughs> this man. You get TT? You talking about Tiger Tate? Yeah, Tiger Tate in this. I don't really have that many. I got. You took some of my good ones. Do you um, have you have FH? Freddie Heiss? Yeah. We, get, we wrote down the same names. Did you get JK? Jeez, JK?
0: No. Jennifer Kingry. somebody. I used to know somebody with that name. King exactly. Ring? what about RF I don't have RF there's two RFs there's Richard Fezzi and Russ Vega Richard Fezzi yeah I'm liking it that's all I got yeah and then there's Tom, and then there's Tom Janes why did he go by Tom Jane's I don't know man his agent he's always had problems with his name
1: what it what it, it was Tom Jane Thomas Jane doesn't he Thomas Jane now it, yeah sure Tom Jane is the best like he should have just landed on that
0: one from the get by the way, even though he's taken wild swings into the ass, he's still mm-hmm. kind of great to see. It's still great to see him. He's still killing it? Of course, but he's 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 slums, man. He, he Maybe he should have never been a star. I think that yeah. might be the problem, but I love seeing me some Tom Jane. It's because you watch every episode of Hung, right? I did actually watch every episode of Hung. but really? Yeah. I didn't hate it, obviously. But well, I had Patrick time. Brewster in it, who I like. He's got some. He's got some all timers under his belt, you know, Tom Jane. He does, does but where, where's his?
1: Where's his next big one, man? It's how too old late, of a man. How old of a man is he?
0: I'm gonna say he's sixty. There's no way he's
1: sixty. He's got to be fifty-seven or fifty-six.
0: Justin, I want you to look at your birth certificate and start to cry. What do you mean? Because we're old as fuck, dog. He's fifty-four, dude. That makes me even more scared. We're, we're Tom. Me. We're Tom Jane level. We're Tom Jane. High
1: school buds. He was on that. Uh, he was on that big show, the, the Expanse. So I guess it was kind of a big show.
0: It still is. They just finished it up, right? No, it's done. The Mist classic. He was great in Boogie Nights. He was great in. Yeah, he was in a great scene in Boogie Nights. Killed it in Stander. Nailed it in <sighs> Deep Blue Sea. What was that awful private eye noir futuristic thing he did that was really suck ass? What are you talking about? it was like a neo noir that's the ex- ass, his digital. character in the expanse was kind of neo noir i know that, that that's well made i'm talking about fuck you like we're talking fuck you the you movie. and
1: steve saw an action movie he was in back in the day like with aliens and stuff super low budget i don't remember what that was called tommy jane
0: he was in the velocity of gary <laughs> which actually wasn't was that, was that like I mean the Mutant Chronicles, baby. You, saw, you and Steve went and saw that. Do you remember? No, we did not see that. I thought you did. It was direct-to-video. You can't go to a theater and see direct-to-video. But I that's, think not it, it. that's not oh, it. Oh, he's into
1: the Grizzly Maze. We did watch him in that. That was fun. He was in uh, Scott Pilgrim. I forgot about that. He was. He had a bit part with uh, Clifton Gonzalez. gonzales in Reach Me. He was not Reach Me, wasn't he? I forgot.
0: And he killed it in Crown Vic. I think we we'll both agree about that. Is it kill shot? God, that's bad. Killshot was bad. He's in some arms and asses, man. He was in Punisher, remember? Of course. He's in Dreamcatcher. He was in Thursday, which I was a, kind of a fan of. Look, man, you're, you you got to get a tattoo from fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer, What are going to etch into your skins.
1: I'm going to get a tattoo of
0: Christy Swanson, of course.
1: Okay, I'm listening. Holding the basketball, and that's what she does. And <laughs> I know where you're going. Underneath, it's going to say, not from the movie you think. You know nice. Yeah. She wonder if that's a reference to Deadly Friend. It is not. She's touching a basketball. Do you think, do you must
0: think Josh be, Whedon would would allow somebody else to I'm have not this? talking spotlight. about Whedon? I'm talking
1: about the director of this film. Maybe she was doing a little. Like I said, they referenced Salem's Lot. Maybe she was wanting to reference Christy Swanson's <laughs> early career. Maybe. Or, what she must have been, man. She must have been a teenager when she made Deadly Friend. Maybe it's sixteen or seventeen or something.
0: Hit up uh, the Thick family. See how old she was when she was. Alan Thick was date met her when she was sixteen. Dated
1: her when she was seventeen. I read the Wikipedia about it today. He was close to forty, if not forty, when they started dating. A little bit of a creep. I don't mean to speak ill of the dead, but what a piece of shit.
0: Maybe they only went to second base. He did help her with her drug problem. They said in the Wikipedia or whatever I read. Help this. her pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get David Arquette. Suffering, yeah, yeah, and okay, like, and it's gonna be it's gonna be someplace I can like on my upper thigh, so I can look at it when I'm needing to pick me up. Mm-hmm. This is a, a him in anguish.
1: You're gonna get him in anguish, but yet get Dave, the image of David Arquette tattooed to you. Who yeah. is the who is the one that's getting the last laugh here? Probably him, but I don't care. I get to look at his anguish. He does get to impersonate the cowardly lion from the Wizard of Oz in this. I know you like that scene.
0: I didn't know what the reference was. That's how good he's at it. By the way, you know, uh, Alan Thicke did not have the cowardly loin when he was with Re- Miss uh, Christy Swanson. Yeah, he buzzed around her like a, uh, a little mosquito. Like, trying a, to... like a deep-throated vulture, like a deep-voiced vulture ascending on her young lithe form.
1: He was in growing pains as the dad. Meanwhile, he was preying upon a young Hollywood starlet. Alan Thick, R.I.P. He's out of here. He produced Robin Thick later in life, who is was a also a maybe didn't fall far from the tree. Speaking
0: of yeah, you know, speaking of Porthos, he was one of the he was a robbing Thick.
1: Porthos in this.
0: Yeah. Uh, look, right. man, you the movie's over, the credits have rolled, and lo and behold, there's a stinger at the end. You got a something to tack on the end. A buff man, what you got, a,
1: man? A little extra scene, huh? Yeah. Do you think it was a kind of a mistake when they rode off into the sunset at the end? That Luke Perry was—I feel like he should have been straddling her from the front. Yes, and no, she she should have been—you know—driving the motorcycle if that's what they call it, and he should have been on back, but they reversed it. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that? No, that's that's yeah. You're you're head of the game. I killed it, right? What's a good extra scene here? I mean, this movie's perfect. I don't know if it could have
0: withstood an extra scene. Do you got one? Yeah, I mean, mine's obvious. They ride off with the motorcycle, and we follow them as they're going through the countryside and through mm-hmm. the highways. It's like a it's a road trip, you know. So sure. You know, and uh, starts sputtering. They pull off to the shoulder of the road, and and Luke Perry obviously he's a mechanic. He's trying to figure out. He can't figure it out. Yeah. And over their shoulder, you need some help, and JT Walsh is sitting there in a semi.
1: Wow. What happens? Does he get killed immediately by Buffy?
0: I'm saying no. Like This this is a prequel to Breakdown. He mm-hmm. takes them out. Like They're just another... Vi- you know, I mean, oh, their no. Their license is somewhere in his sure. freaking attic. Yeah. Sure. He got them. Do you know Buffy's last name, by the way? Summers.
1: Yeah, but it's not in this movie. I just wanted to let you know. It's in the show. Can we talk about the show a little bit? What's, she doesn't have a Extra, last name? I don't think so. Extra scene for this one. Donald Sutherland wakes up in the morgue. With yeah. a... Hard on. With a uh, stake in his chest, whatever he get, or he got knifed, right? It was he a got knife staked? Or something. Was it a stake? Mm-hmm. You watched the movie? Like, I just can't remember this part when he woke up. I can't remember how he got killed. It's been last week. I'm old. And he wakes up and he he's like, oh my god! And he walks, so he stumbles over to the phone and he calls Rosef. <laughs> Rosef Sutherland, and he goes, "I'm fine, son." And you know, you just hear weeps of. Joy on the other end of the line because he's so excited. Rosef is his favorite son. He calls his favorite son. <laughs> and you keep waiting for him to call Kiefer. Don't happen. Mm-hmm. Calls Jason Patrick instead.
0: You know what I'm saying? Oh my That's God. A, fucking he... ter- hard turn. Mm-hmm. Th- there's another son. I mean, there is, isn't there? Yeah. Who? Angus. Yeah, Angus
1: Sutherland. Is he the worst? No. How fucking dare you? I think Rosef was an or- orphan too, right? He was. Yeah. Yeah. Key for the best? I'm starting to think Angus might
0: be the rock star. I don't know him. Yeah. What's he look like? He's got to be the middle, right? Joseph the youngest? He's got to be the youngest. Angus has to be the youngest. You think so? You don't name a kid Angus and he ever get laid again. <laughs> 40 years
1: young. He's got to be young. He's got to be the youngest. There's also a Rachel
0: Sutherland. We've talked about this before. Almost every episode. <laughs> this is... Movie Microscope, we talk about genealogy and sprinkle some movies in. Angus Sutherland,
1: also a musician, by the way. He was in Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay. So, oh my God, he shows up in the one, the, one of the Lost Boys sequels. Poor Angus. He tried. Can't get Kiefer back, but let's get Angus
0: in here. Hey, Kiefer, you mind if I do the Lost Boys, the tribe? I don't and give a... F- it was a mistake in the family. They did not expect to have him. They thought they were done making babes. You think? Yeah, and they named him because Sutherland and his wife were blown away. They didn't know you could make a child from anal so they just shortened <laughs> shortened it out It's call him Angus. showed up in a sequel,
1: directed the video sequel to The Lost Boys, and Kiefer wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot fang, but Angus... Was like, yeah, I'll be one of them. I imagine he's a vampire in it.
0: And he is petitioning the Supreme Court to scrub his IMDb. <laughs> so far, no luck. But once that strikes over, look, you've been given the finance and have your own sequel to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, money's hit escrow's nipples, and it's time to make it count. What you got? Uh, that's a good question. Sequel. This, you know, I don't know if you heard of this movie. It does have a
1: sequel in the form of a TV show that was on the WB. <laughs> I Always kind of hoped that they had like a little bit. Of, I wish they'd have some movies. But we fucked up too hard. And the cast hates him. Or at least I think uh Sarah Michelle Geller hates him for sure. And he's super cancelled. I would just go easy, man. I'd be like, you know, Buffy the Werewolf. Let's change it up. Buffy the Werewolf Killer. Okay. For the next one. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you can get your Teen Wolf in there legit. Right. It's just the same movie with vampires instead or werewolves instead of vampires. What about you? What do you what's your sequel?
0: Young Merrick. Yeah, well they're gonna do a young watcher show. Spinoff show for a long time. And it's just, you know, they can hire Kiefer. This is in the 90s, right? Hire Kiefer, play Young Merrick. It's an origin story. He's kind of a slacker, too. Mm -hmm. And he gets approached. So it is your responsibility to become the trainer of the Slayer. Young Merrick is like, but I'm sitting here on fucking Bloor Street, you know, making dreams, making ideas, making stories, building dreams, getting, getting my storytelling vibe on. Of course, there turns out there's vampires, and he has to face them with only his... Songcraft for a while
1: they just kill themselves <laughs> take themselves out now you were making fun because i re- i wouldn't remember how he, uh merrick dies in this
0: does he get stabbed or he gets a wooden stake put in his tongue in his chest and he dies
1: so Lothos doesn't bow merrick i said it bow merrick it's a joke
0: i don't know i don't get it doesn't
1: bow merrick you know shoot him with a bow but bow Derek joke oh that's, that's what it was I just had to explain it to you. But now you can cut all that out. I explained it to you. The audience got it. Our lovely listeners are already laughing. You probably could keep this in because they're still I'm, laughing. Oh, I'm, keeping, I'm keeping it in. <laughs> Do you need a map to genius? Let me write it out. Let me chart it. American Derek
0: Rhyme. I was thinking, how does Captain America fit? I was like, I, trying to figure it out. Then I, then I realized, oh, this is well past its sell date, joke.
1: And also, whenever someone gets killed by an arrow, you don't say they got bowed to death. But I still shaped
0: it that way because look, and you can keep all this in cause, you know. Did you? You could have said he left a fucking pachyderm shaped turd <laughs> in the bowl. It's a John Merrick. He made the Elephant man joke. So look, you have a business time to have uh-huh. something buzzing out. You know, you got financing up the ass. You got to build something for Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: Like. What kind of business
0: would I have, huh? Mine is Go essential. Ahead. Essential. So I'm going to get a pair of gardening gloves, one of those dirt aprons. Sure. Put it on Luke Perry. And just do a quick rebrand. Get his okay. green thumb working. Just rebrand Pike Nurseries. <laughs>
1: Second reference <laughs> to Pike Nursery in as many shows. And it's a local Georgia spot, right? It, is it- there's
0: like three locations within 30 miles of one another. You know what yeah. though? Mm-hmm. Ain't Bo Merrick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get bowed to death in this. Um, so I don't know if you remember the, the part of this when Sutherland gets killed by I think a bow. They're at, like an amusement park. Do you remember? Yeah, this with show? some
0: weird little weird little creepies.
1: So there's a gigantic squirrel. It's just mm. in the background looking as cute as can be. But it's giant, and it's animatronic, sort of. It's like moving puppety. and swaying. It's
0: like puppety. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I think that the, I would sell that as like maybe like a... You know how Home Depot has those Halloween decorations that are very popular that you can buy? Like, what's the big one? It's like a big mummy or something. Yeah. Or a big, something giant. Yeah. Just get that squirrel, man. A big, scary... is it scary just because
0: it's big? Squirrels are pretty cute. I don't think you'd have to make it look demonic. It looks Five Nights at Freddy's-ish to me already. Looks, just, looks dumb. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll scare people. By the way, number one film I'm looking forward to. It. Look, man, you're in the movie. You've been added to the running time of Buffy. Vampire Slayer, what shape does your performance take? It's mm, a good
1: question. It might be the janitor that has to clean it. Because we didn't talk about this. The climax of this movie takes place at a prom. No, it doesn't. It takes
0: place at a dance. It's not the prom. Is it like homecoming just remember, they're talking about that they're, this is the last dance, and then they start listing ones that are still coming, including the prom. Okay, so I watched the movie.
1: Just, just a school, school dance. We zoomed in, um, <laughs> reminiscent a little bit of a better film
0: that Carrie. was inspired
1: by Buffy. Well, yeah, that, that wasn't Carrie's better film, but also Jennifer's Body, which is a which is a great, pretty great movie. But I would be the janitor that has to clean up
0: John Capolos, right? What from Breakfast Club? Yeah, that's what I always think of when I think of janitor. There's blood everywhere. It's really There's... not. There's virtually no violence well, at all. Like, there's dead vampires,
1: blood, a bunch of people. There's just a bunch of stuff. It's mayhem there. Maybe even little fires and stuff. And I'm there sweeping up, and I'm the most angry. What's really getting my goat is that Stephen Root's principal character dropped attention slips on all these dead vampires. Like, that wasn't necessary. You know what I'm saying? It was a joke. But he did this 40 times, and I got to pick up these scraps of paper. You know, maybe once or twice would have been fine. That's what I'm mad about. My character's name is Nick. Nunziata, the janitor from his high school. <laughs> it's a long name. Super pissed. <laughs> Delivery wasn't even that good. I watched him do it, knowing that I'd have to clean it up. Who is he entertaining with this?
0: I'm not for goddamn rotu. Oh wow. Himself. Damn, dude. And I've descended upon this little hamlet just around the same time, and I am aghast. I'm seeing this. I thought you were a s- vampire. <laughs> seeing this second tier vampire performance seeing this town not being taken to its knees instantaneously by the dark forces. Sure. It's just amateur hour and I roll my eyes I'm like I am too old for this shit and I chest butt a tree limb that's sticking out
1: <laughs> You die that way?
0: Yeah I self impale Oh you self impale. I self impale I chest butt that fucking sharpened tree cut myself out of the picture Is that because Kiefer was
1: visiting Sutherland on set that day with a guitar in hand? <laughs> lord to um, tears
0: i and you know it's of course like a i'm gone yes but nobody knows i was there like nobody knows the legend was there man because a... in this movie the vampires don't turn into dust after they get slaughtered they don't. just kind of crumple down i turn into a, a, a little bat that's dead on the ground the they die like bit. actual
1: victims of of heart stabbings I mean, actually, maybe even cuter. Like, that's the even worse way. They just kind of, as soon as they get impaled, they just fall to the ground.
0: So, you know, somebody could, it could be said that she's a mass murderer, Buffy. No one questions it. They got the fangs. They got the demonic faces. I mean, the cops are going to be like. Oof. I think they probably creep up. The faces probably go back to normal after they get slaughtered. They don't do they. This town is light on cops then. Yeah, there's no cops in this, are there? I don't think so. Thank God suck look you got to take something from this movie and and create a discipline a mantra a way of life a rhetoric i'm just going to reclaim
1: the word yabos (laughs) from to describe uh, bountiful boobs i think that's what it means i'm going to try to apply that somewhere else like you know maybe create a short story dump them out justin (laughs) short story where instead of lothos
0: the my vampire character's name yabos (laughs) good luck getting to the heart you got 12 pounds of tit meat which is isn't that jared leto's band <laughs>
1: <laughs> it must have been a slang from like the 30s or something or the 20s like some you now some the amount douche. of things
0: that you're willing to look up in the in the in the name of research and you're not gonna look up yabos origin of yabos
1: which sounds yeah. like the title of my story the vampire origin of yabos the vampire It was first used in the 1993 Disney film horror comedy Hocus Pocus. Is that true? Can't be. It cannot. Because didn't Buffy come out in
0: 1992? Get out of here, Internet. So my uh, ritual is, I just keep reminding myself that Fran Rebelle Kazooie is a millionaire. Is she? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Millionaire. Multi-multi. And her husband. They killed it. They got a piece of every Buffy-related thing that's ever happened. Plus, Maybe. all that Tokyo Pop money. Yeah, she's loaded out. Did you ever see out. that movie? No. But she's loaded out, and I'm just... It's like, okay, if, if that can happen, there's still hope for my little piece of shit. And last but not least, man, you're on an island. You've been floating all these many years, gathering debris from films, and now it's time to take something from Buffy. the Vampire Slayer. What you taking? Hmm.
1: I, I know what I'm taking. It's a, it's a, it's a food product that's very missed by you and me. Yabos? Doritos Light. What? See them bust a bag of Doritos Light in here? What? Yeah, low-calorie Doritos showing up in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Do not know about that. Yeah, remember those? No. Thinner. A lot less taste. <laughs> you don't remember Doritos Light? Fuck no. People walking around with bags of those just dip, dipping in?
0: Not a lot of people walking around with bags of them, I'm guessing, because I've never heard of it. I'm getting me some Doritos Light. That's I'm putting good. it on a
1: pedestal, not opening it. Until a special occasion happens, you know? Something, maybe next episode I'll bust it out. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll rip open that bag when I invite the new thing onto my island from the next movie we're doing.
0: Neil Diamond saunters up to you. Open up that Doritos light. <laughs> Let it make a happy glow all the world to see. Let's see Doritos light. <laughs> In the middle of a buffet's dream. Don't shake the bag too soon. Gonna crunch some stuff under the moon. You and me. <laughs> I wonder if they had the Cool Ranch flavor. I think they did. <laughs> oh my God, they... I'm getting wet. Doritos life. By the way, I had Doritos in my hotel yesterday. You had Doritos? I got, no, cause you know, at the I, I got to my hotel and I was too tired to go out. So I went to the little, little market there and I got a bag of Cool Ranch. Delicious. And you, know, I had the ball game on, it was perfect. And I opened it up and there were three chips. That had twenty times the amount on them. It was like fucking winning the lottery.
1: They did that. They did this a couple years ago. They had. I
0: know what you're talking about
1: the special edition of
0: this, and they they extra
1: dusted these
0: things. These things, I swear to God, these so chips, tasty. These chips were super. They were the fucking John Holmes of Doritos, and I I cannot believe my luck. As you're talking,
1: Doritos like think of a Doritos night light, right? Like Doritos light, and you plug in it. It's just a
0: orange chip with a light behind it. Then Neil Diamond is up. Oh, by the way, I got lucky as fuck. They had smart food. Smart food put out a, a Cool Ranch Doritos flavored smart food. It was a limited edition. Was it good? And it was rock solid.
1: I, you said you got lucky. I thought you were going to say you touched some yabos. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, it's funny you should mention that because I'm taking Christy Swanson's Playboy issue to my island. She's
1: not. She hadn't made it yet when this thing came out.
0: I'm taking it how it's it's gonna fall. it's gonna fall this ain't time cop bitch <laughs> Take this ride only one time. So be amazing. Look inside the crystal ball. There's no fall lines. You come in creeping. You come in creeping.
1: Eyes of fire.
0: Inside the citadel, there's no opposition. You come in creeping. You come in creeping. Eyes of fire and
1: burning. That's where i fly Again. And here you come, cream
0: in. A moment later and I'll be gone Now you're my apprentice But it's your time to teach I come in creeping, I come in creeping, Oh eyes open, that's where I find myself again.